We're about to get very real, a little silly, and you're gonna freaking love it. I'm Saren, body image and self-relationship coach, lifestyle, aka everything cute and inspirational, entrepreneur, Pilates and yoga instructor, and spirituality-loving person. Let's get real. We all think the same things. We all have those crazy thoughts. The Soul Speak podcast is here so that we can allow ourselves to have those weird, awkward, unheard of conversations that no one ever talks about and prove that they are normal. Topics on judgment, comparison, inner criticism, sex, lifestyle, and spirituality all will be found right here on this podcast. Each episode, guests and I will not only bring you new ways of thinking, but also bring light into your life all together. Now let's speak soul. Hey everyone, welcome to Soul Speak the Podcast. I am doing an in-between-the-season episode. Um, I had the idea to do just like, I wanted to do a reflecting one and I wanted to interview someone for it. So I had the idea of interviewing a couple people who I've already had on my podcast. Um, One was my first guest. Her name was Whitney Richardson and, or is Whitney Richardson, she's still alive. And she was episode number seven, living your life intuitively and empathically. And um, the other one was Nikki Knight. That was episode 16, which was expertise on merging oils and healthcare with holistic family nurse practitioner Nikki Knight. So if you guys like this episode, you can go back to either of those episodes and listen to them. They are both wonderful people, as you'll hear. Also, happy New Year's. Also, I accidentally forgot to record the first part of the podcast. I hit, I forgot to hit record. So you're just going to hear it from the middle of a question, which we didn't lose too much time. But the question that they were answering that we were talking about was, um, what version of yourself are you stripping away from the last year? Uh, what version of yourself are you stripping away from the last year and what does that make you want to cultivate like what version of yourself do you want to cultivate in this next year and I also mentioned um, in the non-recorded parts that hopefully this episode will make you reflect on some things that you maybe haven't even like thought of reflecting on yet Um, maybe like it makes you grateful for something maybe it makes you think about something um yeah, maybe it's just, you know, it's just a thought-provoking episode. That's what it's for. So happy New Year's. Um, update on season two. That will be out, I've decided, February. So you'll hear more on that. But until now, here is the episode starting from a random sentence because it was not recording. Okay, love you. Kisses. Bye. One of the lessons that I learned this year through listening to all these like teachers and stuff was that um, if it's not joyful, then that's not what you should be doing. And yeah. Yeah. And it took me some time to quite, to kind of resolve that because I was just in like, just like you, any like hustle, like work, work, work. In fact, I call it work, like work, work, work. And it becomes not fun because you didn't meet the deadline. You didn't put the blog post out. You haven't posted on Instagram for a few days and you're like, Oh, I'm just drowning in all of this. And that is not fun to me. And so going forward, I'm going to let go of that work thing. And I'm just going to be joyful. Like whatever it is, it's going to be fun. 
and that's, and that's it. And if it's not, then I'm not doing it. I love that. And I love that because it coincides with a realization that I have had lately that hobbies seem to be a thing of the past. It's always, it's transformed into side hustle. Yeah. So everything needs to be monopolized. Everything needs to be capitalized. Everything needs to be leveraged I want to, to make say money. Also, I think that it's not everyone's world. It's like that, but definitely in our worlds because, you know, everyone has their perception. And in my world, to me, I see that as that's how everyone thinks because I think that way. Sure. And what I wanted to add to that is that, um, yeah, what you had said, but also that people, I feel like there's almost a pressure, whether that doesn't ring true for you, um, not you specifically, but just like people in general. But also I think that there, I mean, it's all over social media, side hustles and hustle, 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 and do this, do this, do this, make some more money. And I think that there's a pressure that's out there, whether you feel it or not. Um, I think that there's a pressure out there for people to turn their hobbies or their loves or their joys into money-making machines mm-hmm. or money-making ventures. And I think that there's such beauty in, like Nikki said, just finding joy in endeavors and ventures and hobbies and reclaiming your joy from your hobby. And I've tried to be really careful with that, like with photography, not taking on jobs mm-hmm. um, just to take on jobs, just to get the money because I've never wanted to lose the joy in it. And still, sometimes I feel a little compelled to take certain jobs and then I'll have to remind myself, no, then I'll lose the joy in that. And that's something that I've had to really work with myself on, like with my podcast and my blog too, is keeping the joy and just honoring like where I am. Because like at the end of 2019, I kind of like really just slowed down and I just, I think my body is just kind of forced to just, be and exist and not necessarily push, push, push. And so um, that was important to honor where I was because I didn't lose the joy in the blogging and the podcasting. And I think that can be easy to lose sight of. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You guys are so funny. You keep answering like my second, my follow-up <laughs> question was, well, the first was what version of yourself are you stripping away? And then the second one, I guess it just kind of comes with it is what are you cultivating? So I love that. Also, you guys are extremely going to hate me. This is, I did this work <laughs> the other day when I was recording a webinar. I did not hit record at the beginning. I did not hit record at the beginning. And I, I got us in the middle of that, like at the beginning of <laughs> So we'll just, nice. know, it's okay. This is the, this is the real world, I guess. We yeah, it totally is. Yes. So we have a couple we'll more. Roll with it. Go. It's all good. But I just. Cool. Let you guys know. <laughs> so sad, no one heard. Say la vie. We'll do it at the end. So anyway, we have Whitney Richardson, Nikki Knight, and so yeah, we're still going. I introduced you guys before this, technically. When I actually put the podcast out, there'll be <laughs> they'll know who you are. So anyway, okay, I love that. Um, also, what I'm kind of curious of because. You know, it's funny. I actually spent, I need to know what, and this is why I keep using the word cultivating, but what is this book called? Um, I can't remember, but it's like a, basically a a big goal and clarity book, like journal type thing, like planner, not an actual planner, but my friend was telling me about it. I'm like, oh my God, I got to look that up. She's like, yeah. it's for people who have all these things they want to do and all these ideas and then feel like they never get anything done. 
And yeah. I'm like, oh, well, let me look it up. Oh, it's $70. Oh, okay. <laughs> glasses of wine. I'll just buy it on my page. I need, yeah, totally. <laughs> so here it is, right by me, and I, I've been using it, and I'm almost finding like, because same with me, like same as you guys, and we've talked about this, like we've really kind of just slowed down and stopped. Like I've stopped a lot of things I was doing, and it's almost like, yeah. To be honest, at the end of this year, it's been really cool. Okay. Like, I don't know how to explain this, but I feel like all of a sudden at the snap of a finger, it hit me that I have all these things that I just want to like leave in the last, it, in my head, it, it visualizes as a decade, like as a, as a, as a corner that I could stuff all these things into. Even if I think of something now, I'm like, I'm just going to put it there. I'm just going to put it there and it's not here anymore. Like I just want to clean so much out and just like, so I have really been feeling happy with that and, but it's still a struggle for me and I know I'll get there, but, um, I, you know, I'm like, all right, all these things, when it comes to my mind of, I want to do this and I want to do this. And then how do I, how do I do it? Like, what is the right way? So how have you guys been seeing that for yourselves of just following your happy? I know a lot of people struggle with that, just following your happy and not making anything of it. What is just something quick that you can think of on that? Oh my gosh. When, when, when Ella was first born, my first, my first child, I decided to give up everything. I stopped blogging. I stopped trying to make money with my oils. I stopped everything. I just wanted that year to just be. And honestly, I was talking to my husband the other day and I was like, I could go back to that space. Mm. It was so pressure free and just, we could do, I just, my mind wasn't clouded. Mm -hmm. Um, So, so I think clearing um, mental space is, is, very important. I deleted Instagram all of December and it felt like I didn't even think of it. It was just great. I didn't even care to think about it. Yeah. Good for you. I really highly recommend doing that. Like actually it inspired me to clear, to detox something once a month for this whole year. Mm -hmm. I like that approach. Yeah. And kind of aligned with what Nikki said too, just and answering your question, just following my happy and soaking up life moments and not having my head and mind on the horizon so much that I miss the day-to-day and I miss the daily magic because there's magic in every day. And I really, really don't want to get 20 years down the road and realize that I had my head in the clouds and I wasn't soaking up all the fantasticness of like each and every day. And I have a niece, I don't have any kids, but I have a niece and kids grow up so quickly and I'm ready to move. I really want to move sometime soon. I've said this for a minute, but I really am ready to move. And that breaks my heart being away from my niece. So evermore, I want to be with her as much as possible. So we've started this almost daily practice of me taking naps with her every day. Mm. And before that would have killed me because productivity wise, that's murder on your to-do list. No way would I ever do that before. And Mm. now it's just so liberating to be okay with that and to be like, yeah, I'm going to just live in the moment and just cultivate as much of a relationship with her as I can um, to sustain us while I'm gone. And it's been heavenly. I have loved it. 
Well, think about this. Think about at least the people that I look up to and I follow, uh, Marie Forleo, Chris Carr, once Gabby Bernstein, she's a mom now, but they, they, none of them had children or someone to take care of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so you can spend your, you can spend all your time doing that, but it's when you start having, you know, responsibilities or things you want to be present for that you have to really figure out which is important enough to be spending time away from them. Yes. I think it's recognizing shifts. Um, Sometimes I find myself doing a lot of reflecting actually right now. Like I've, I've just, I said to my friend the other day, I, I realized that, you know, you guys know I'm in North Carolina and it's just been like a crazy time. And I realized that I just, I don't know, it, it came to my head, almost like someone told me in my head when I was driving and I got the chills and it was like, you're here to do some healing that you need to do, right? This, you're only in North Carolina to heal. And then you're going to be leaving when that healing is done that you needed to do. And it's like, there's, I've been in places where I'll like look back at versions of myself that I used to be or things that I used to do or just, it's sometimes I find myself holding on to that. And I think it's about recognizing that we are constantly shifting and things are constantly like, I brought up that example because there's some things that are very different in my life now than what has ever gone on in my life. And I'm like, yeah, I can actually enjoy them instead of making them be wrong, like being alone or doing just things that I'm not used to doing. And um, so it's kind of similar to what you touched on is like, there's just always going to be different versions of ourselves and what we need and what we need to focus on and where our focus needs to be and being powerful enough in our skin to remind that and own that. Yes. Recognize each of those phases and stages is very important. Yep. Yes. And letting life be dynamic and not thinking that you're being incongruous or disingenuous or disloyal in whatever way. Um, to past versions of yourself and letting yourself grow and evolve and shift and your thinking shift and your lifestyle shift and whatever response to where you currently are and honoring your current thoughts and emotions and all of that. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. It's funny. This just all made me think of a conversation I had with my mother-in-law the other day and she, she has done many jobs and stuff in her life, but wasn't until just about 10 years ago when she was cooking Um, because she enjoyed it. She was a hairdresser and Mm. someone told her, Oh, you want to help me start a restaurant? And so she, she did because she loves putting different colors of foods together and just kind of like making it pretty. And so she ended up uh, starting this restaurant and she said that she didn't even care about the money. It was just about making pretty food. I wish someone would ask me to start a restaurant with that. (laughs) You'd be so good at it, Saren. I love that. (laughs) No, she said that she, there was like a cash money box that they would use as the register to money. There was no one that even tended dollar, dollar bills. She's like, I didn't even count the money. She's like, my oh mind my was God. so far She just away. loved it. Yeah. Yes. yes for the joy the of it. Yeah. I think, and it's cool. Like she landed there and she didn't even realize, like she didn't look for it. And that's, I mean, that's at least where I'm at is surrender. Knowing I like very am trusting that, you know, it's just, you have to surrender and then those things come. 
Yeah. Yes. He has like the most successful raw vegan restaurant in Atlanta. Oh my God, that's like, crazy. Wow. Incredibly successful. And it was like, she's like, money was never it. It was always about the joy of creating mm. food. And we all hear that. We all hear that. And then it's until you're actually living that, I think, when you can recognize, hey, I'm here. I'm, I'm actually right. in that. I'm yes. not chasing. I'm not, I don't feel like my life is a magnet of me chasing things and then like it not coming to me. So yeah. this is kind of cool. I am part of the like the Rose Gold Goddesses group and every <gasps> yes. we learn about a different goddess. And this last month we learned about Yemia, mm. who is the goddess of flow and ease. Mm. Tell and us about Yemia. So she, <laughs> she's like um, an African goddess and she's like a mermaid. Okay, here you go. The mermaid from Starbucks, the cup. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's, that's Yemia. She's based on her. Boom. She's got a two-tailed fin. So anyways, she loves just going with the flow, just having fun, frolicking in the ocean, just whatever comes your way, you're letting it roll off your back kind of thing. And um, I have found it helpful that when I'm in situations, I just kind of like, come on, Yemia, like, let's get through this, you know, kind of pull, call on her. But I just also thought it was a nice way to start this new year into flow and ease. Mm, yes. It's pushing, hustling, forcing. Yeah. Yes. And, and ooh, two things I want to talk it's about. So one thing is thing just I like, want to say, do you guys have, how much more time do you have? Cause we hit the four 30. Oh, I probably have about 15 more minutes. Okay. Yeah. You good Same. on that? We'll, we'll, keep. yeah. Okay. 15 minutes. Okay. All right. Go. <laughs> so the one thing is just I've learned th- through the years to be able to relax through things where I would tense up and things would just be harder that feel harder that seem harder they would be harder just I mean simple things like during your workout during the burn just relaxing through it and then relaxing through really uncomfortable situations or even when it's super frigid here just relaxing through it and not tensing up and I think that that's representative and applicable to just life in general just relaxing through the harder times and then um Nikki I know that you are a big Sahara Rose fan and I am too and I had and this came to mind even before you mentioned Yemia but I know that Sahara is an advocate for not always choosing the path of least resistance because that doesn't necessarily get you to where you need to go so what do you have to say about that well, I choose to take the path of most allowance. Ooh, I like that. Yeah, because I like that. I, yeah, because if you're if you're I don't know you you want to start a problem. You, let me let me how do I rephrase this? You always want to have a solution in mind. So yeah. whatever path is going to allow me the most is the path that that I'm willing to take. Interesting. So can you yeah. give an example of that? Like a small example. Um, school. I wanted to be a family nurse practitioner. I had to go through six years of grueling, grueling school, but it was the path that allowed me the most opportunity. As opposed to what? As opposed to, um, you know, trying to maybe take some, maybe do it in pieces, maybe do some schooling here and do some schooling here. Like I was like, I'm just going to put my head down and I'm just going to, I'm just going to bust through this couple years and sacrifice whatever time with family friends had kids and my husband um and just make it happen so that I can have opportunity sooner yeah that's good 
some clarity oh. and some um what is that word that starts the d you know what i'm talking about um not determination discipline, discipline. Yes. yes discipline <laughs> yes and that's yeah because there there will have to be some discipline especially if you get to where you want to go here's another and thing it's not like it's the discipline be will be more it'll be more light you know it's yes like, i like that exactly of, like follow that light. It's almost like the shit sandwich thing with um, Elizabeth Gilbert, you know, and oh um, yeah, magic. It's just like those. All, everything is still gonna be light, but it's gonna be hard. But it's gonna be a hard that you you want to chase after. It's not gonna no. be a magnet. I know that distinction was the biggest, like, that was transformative for me. There's this quote that's like, I, every time I talk to you, Sarah, and I swear I always drop a quote, but lightly, child, lightly. And that was such a paradigm shifter for me because that's really what sparked that approach to just relaxing through things and lightly, lightly. Light. And I think keeping a light touch on life um, allows you to surrender more and um, well, it allows you to, you to let things flow human. more. Yeah. Huh? Yeah, and allows it to be more enjoyable too, man. It's so much more fun. And you're not just pushing and resisting and forcing. Yeah. yeah. Were you going to say something, Nikki? Um, I was, but I can't remember. Okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> I do. I have something that you guys need to think of. I have like hey. a couple more questions too, but um, I forgot what made me think of this. Like, can you remember? Because we've <laughs> Like, jumped in many different directions, but something <laughs> I like wrote it down because I wanted to mention is I feel like you guys would love this and people listening would love this. Like I realized the other day, so I was thinking about like what, I don't know. I just feel like this year feels intuitive to me, but I don't really know what's coming Ooh. and I know how I'm going to be feeling though. And it's like, <gasps> I'm thinking of these things that I feel like I'm going to be doing at the end of the year or just in and I don't even know specifically what they are, but I have like such a weird, strong feeling and intuition about it. And something in me is like, well, you know, that can't, that's not even possible. Like, you know, you can't do that right now, or you have to this or that or what, like people are not even doing that, that are like in their forties or, you know, you need to like follow these steps and all these things that we think like, oh, I can't do this yet. I have to do this first. I have to go through this first. I have to blah, 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 But, or I can't even trust this feeling or whatever. But it's like, I kind of realized that this last year, my perspective has been closed off to that, um, that bigger picture. Like I remember a moment in college, I was doing something and I had a flash of when I was younger and I used to think, Oh, I would never be able to do that. There's so many people who are like chefs in the world. This is just an example, but I'd never be able to be on Food Network because there's so many other people who are so much better at me than it. Like there's so many people in the world. And I remember having this thought in college that like remembering thinking that and thinking, wow, right now I really know that I can do anything I want and I don't really like compare what other people are doing because I would do it in my own way. And I feel like, yes, exactly. I've kind of shut off that perspective, like of not seeing these things that like anything is possible. So I'm really recommitting to that. And just like, I've yes, you know, it's about shifting on the people who are doing it and opening your eyes to, and that's why I mentioned that earlier too, Whitney, when you were saying something about everyone thinking that everything's a business, it's like, we all live in our own worlds. And it's always like, there's always a world you can shift your perspective to. Sure. Sure. 
Well, yeah, um, what did I, I watch Kevin Hart's um, docu-series the other day. It's really good, by the way. But I he, halfway through, you know, the fourth episode, he was saying, he's like... a comedian, right? Yeah, he's a comedian. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> he was saying, like, I'm 39, I'm 39, and I'm not even anywhere near where I want to be. And I, and I was like, you're 39? Like, I'm, that's only a year and a half older than me. And look at you. And he still doesn't think that he's, like... He's never going to be. You know what I mean? I, I was... Yeah, yeah. For me, and that was his world. Like, he... He obviously has so much, uh, he's so much farther along career-wise as far as, like, making money and stuff. And he still didn't even think that. So, I mean, we all have our limiting beliefs. Sure. Even when you're uber successful. Mm-hmm. I think that's really um, a good thing to mention because it's like there's always going to be more. So that's another reason just to be in the B and just be <laughs> and be where you are. Yeah. So, okay. So I want to know who inspired you like just last year, who you can think of, who's been your biggest inspiration, who comes to mind first, who or what? When I saw a 50-year-old J-Lo shaking her ass on the stage, I kind of... Oh, girl, still got it. <laughs> oh, my God. I didn't know she's 50. 50. She's, yeah. like, my mom's age. 50. She has yeah. And she is 50. That's crazy. So, I mean, I mean, J-Lo's, like, my spirit animal, so I think I always look up to her. But honestly, seeing mm-hmm. her and doing that and just the success that she had, that was like, wow, this is crazy because girlfriend's still got it. Oh my God. She's yeah, so she hot. does. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yep. Love that. Um, ooh, my inspiration. I feel like I have just a lot of micro inspirations daily and people that you see every day and people who transcend hardships and mm-hmm. trials and extend kindness and grace to people despite the crap that they're dealing with. That's incredibly inspiring to me. And there's an account on Instagram called Upworthy and then Tink's Good News and so many just accounts and daily people that I know. There's a person that I know who's battling MS and just keeps a smile on her face throughout it all. And Mm. there's just so much beauty and light and goodness in the world, despite some of the harder things that are going on in the world and those just daylight or those inspire me to no end for sure. I love that. Perfect. Beautiful. Those are great examples, both of you. There's no right answer. Love it. (laughs) Um, So who do you want to inspire this year? And whatever that question means to you, who do you want to inspire or what do you want to inspire? Or at least right now. Oh my gosh. I'd like to, um, I'd like to just have my kids see what hard work looks like and um yeah just inspire my kiddos to want to do whatever it is they want to do I love that that's so noble yeah I want to inspire people to connect to themselves connect to others and to live their truth and to feel safe to be themselves yes and to just love everyone I do Co- all of that with love yes <laughs> I do really love about 
you guys and just kind of like our world that we've created yeah um, was that our message is always like do you be you live in yes. life and that's you know I don't know I know I need yes. that myself mm-hmm. I need to yes. hear that myself so it's nice to have other peeps like you guys yeah and thank you both of you for holding space for me and for others too to just be themselves and you know I think that's just by like wanting to be our it's so much easier just to be yourself and like yes that's actually the one one of the words I wrote in my thing is authenticity because I was talking about all this clutter I realized I was doing a lot of things that were not authentic to me and I you know how much better it feels just to be authentic and like truthful uh, with what you, it always works out. It yes, always yes. works out. Just being authentic. Oh my God. Yes. Yes. And it is. It's it is liberating. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I'm grateful for people like you guys who, you know, have the same mindset and the same perspective and kind of, but in a different way, you do it in your own way yeah. and you have your own gifts that you give to everyone and remind people of. So it's like everyone can be doing the same thing, but it's just, you give it in different ways. And so it's beautiful. So thank you. Absolutely. So my last question, of course, is, um, I wrote this down, but I don't really like the way I wrote it. So I'm just going to wing it. (laughs) Um, what is speaking to your soul the most right now? whatever that means, or what is your soul whispering to you the most right now? Um, Have fun. Um, Don't be too hard on yourself. Uh, Really listen to the voice in your heart. Um, When making your child. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I think that's love it and what we talked about earlier circling back to that just lightly going through life lightly Mm -hmm. enjoying it embracing it all of it recognizing the hardships as opportunities to level up and to grow they're actually for your own good Mm -hmm. and acknowledging those and then welcoming the good times too and just enjoying the ride throughout it all, no matter what, enjoying the ride. Mm-hmm. Yep. I like that. Remembering that it's just all yours. Every moment is yours and yes. it's yours. And yes. I think what's whispering to me the most just in this moment is, um, I was just thinking of it. It's to, trust that you know it doesn't need to all happen right now and that it's just trust be where you are trust in just trust just trust that it will actually that the right feelings will align when you and it'll signify what you need to do or like where you need to go and trust that those feelings are all coming and are always there okay yes I have to say one thing because you just reminded me of something that really really opened my mind to that list Mm -hmm trusting, allowing, surrendering. Mm-hmm. And I know you guys have probably had the same experience, but have you ever wanted to do something and it just, you wanted it, but it just didn't feel like the pieces didn't fit yet. It just didn't. You knew it wasn't right, but you wanted it. Yes. Yeah. 
it wasn't, it just, it just didn't go in. Well, I learned it being called the grid needed time to fill in. Mm, you're there right. Mm-hmm. That needed to connect in other places and other spaces and time or whatever before that thing could come together. And then have you ever had the opportunity when you're sitting there and you're like, this is the time I need to call that person and see if it happens. And, it, and then it does. Mm-hmm. Um, that moment that when the grid has filled in and then you, you're ready for it. And so um, whenever I feel anxious about allowing or, or surrendering to something, I just think, you know what? The grid hasn't filled in yet. So I'll be here when it does. Mm, I yeah. love that. Oh my God. I that's do too. Perfect. Yeah. yeah. So, so there you go. I think that's the same with people coming into your life and everything, everything. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I love grid it. Yet. It's so much easier. You know that book, uh, he's just not that into you. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. Or the movie. Yeah. Movie is, it was a book first, but oh, I had no idea. I'm, t- I'm telling you my age. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> One of my favorite movies. I love that movie. Yeah. But when I first heard that concept, I was like, oh, well, that takes the feeling out of it. Like, it takes the emotion of, like, I'm not good enough. It's like, oh, no, he's just not that into me. Like, it's just his his deal, not mine. And that's kind of yes. what learning about the, gr- the grid in that way did for me. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. yes. I think that's, like, a huge thing. Um is just shifting, shifting away from, oh, like it needs to be, I I think back to like the last time I really, before I dated someone, I was doing a lot of dating. And I remember having this feeling of, um, you know, like I already know I'm, anyone's really lucky to have me. And so like, if, if it doesn't match, then it doesn't match. Like I don't, Mm -hmm. I actually just did an episode, it'll be in season two, but with this person who is now doing all of this like relationship, um, how to be independent still and like how to still just allow yourself to be in a relationship and not feel like you need to just be independent. And it's, it was a really good episode. <laughs> Talked all about relationships and all that stuff. So Very cool. it was a good episode. Nice. Okay. I know you guys all have to go. Um, are there any final thoughts or anything before we end this? Hmm. I look forward to what you're going to bring us this next year. Aww. I absolutely do too. Yay. Sky's the limit sister. Yes. I bring it on. That. I look forward to seeing what you guys bring to and seeing we'll have to Thank do you. something at the end of the year. That would be kind of cool. You know, it'd be really cool to listen to this and then do something. Do something. Yeah. Yes. See where I like that idea. I love that. That, I think people should just do that in general, like record themselves or do something like answering these and then look back and see how it like hide it there and then see how your answers differ. That's a good idea. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So now we have it. We have the gold and it's on my computer and it'll be on the podcast soon. So, all right, guys, thanks for coming on. Um, again, if you guys missed it, we had Nikki on episode 16, Expertise on Merging Oils and Healthcare with Holistic Family Nurse Practitioner, Nikki Knight. Of course, you guys missed it because I didn't record it at that point. And number seven, episode seven, <laughs> Living Your Life Intuitively and Empathically with Whitney Richardson. So as you can hear, they are both great, wonderful people and have a lot of amazing knowledge. So if you loved this episode with them, go ahead and listen to their episodes and you can follow them on their social and their websites that I link in the show notes. So thank you so much guys for coming on. Thank you. Thank you.
episodes. I will talk to you guys later. Sounds good. Adios. Peace and blessings. (laughs) Bye, guys. Bye, everyone.